Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports and you get Game of Thrones episode recaps. And boy, was that first episode a doozy. Uh, with me today is Rob Callflesh. Say hi to everybody. I thought I was here for Fear the Walking Dead. No, absolutely not. This is we're, we are doing one of those lame like after the show type things, but we'll actually call the show out on their BS. Unlike that one guy, I don't know Chris Hardwick or whatever his name is, putting him on blast. Mike Leapock is also here. Mike, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Just flying through these intros here because we got a lot to get to. Kevin Miller is also here. I'm back. Yeah, he is. And a very special guest making her first appearance. That's right, I said her. Liz Leapock, Mike's wife. How's it going, Liz? I'm great. So exciting uh-huh. to be on the pod. Yeah, Yeah, glad to have you. Glad to have you. Proof that we do actually know women on this podcast. <laughs> um, so this is going to be our weekly Game of Thrones. We're just going to do recaps, and I've been torn about whether or not these are going to be full-length episodes or if they would just be some of the mini ones. And I thought that this would end up being like I, I was I was concerned when we were doing this that we we wouldn't be able to go for very long. But <laughs> then that first episode dropped. Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit! Do you really think <laughs> we could limit any of our talks to twenty minutes? <laughs> Absolutely. No, not that, Jordan. I was, I was hoping they. I mean, I'm sure there'll be slower episodes, but by God, not uh, this first. Yeah. I mean, can I, can I just get one thing out of the way right away? Uh, to uh, all my fellow sure. book readers. Yeah. I'm so glad that they're finally airing Game of Thrones fan fiction. <laughs> it's just fun now. I don't care. It is. It's a really different feeling to be watching it and not be going, oh, that was different than the book. Well, and, and, to, and to know that it has nothing to do with the next book that's coming out. Like, I don't think it'll be 100% different, as they have said, but, you know, it can't be this. Let's just rest easy on that. But now you, now you can go when the book comes out, oh, it was different than the show. Well, yeah, that's just it. The, the show is completely separate now, so I'm just enjoying it and not getting invested. Because if it's good, then it's good. If it's bad, then I don't care. It's not real. <laughs> but if it's bad and it follows <laughs> the book coming, what yeah. are you going to do then? I don't know. I don't know that I'm that invested anymore, honestly, but we'll see. Uh, sorry. Anyway, Matt, you want to <laughs> No, I just, I, we just fly right into it. That's fine. I mean, it's Christ, a lot happened. I mean, the, the Boltons had their, like, hashtag we the North thing going on there for all you Raptor fans out there. But, like, <laughs> good Lord. I mean, I was a little worried during that whole scene. Uh, like with the, the, when Theon, it's, oh, I should say spoiler alert, by the way. I guess it's a recap episode, though, so I don't think I need to preface. An episode that aired last night. Yeah, an episode that aired last night. If anyone's listening to this podcast about and not seen the episode yet, what's wrong with you? You should like, yeah. just press pause, spend 40 minutes, 50 minutes watching it, and then press play. I like to think there are more fans of me than there are of Game of Thrones. So, I mean, <laughs> there might be some people listening to this. It was It was a little shorter. That usually it was like ten minutes short. It was only fifty episodes. Usually, the first episode of the season <laughs> is episodes. like. <laughs> yeah, if that was just like three days of TV. Oh. <laughs> fifty minutes. My bad. It was fifty minutes, right? Like usually, the opening is like an hour five. Yeah. So they were about fifteen minutes short on short on this me. one huh. compared compared to regular. Yeah, episodes. they kind of a, well, not abruptly, but I think they've I think they've been cutting certain episodes a little bit short. Like I remember what was it, the finale last year was a bit shorter than usual. Like. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, usually in the penultimate episode, they'll go like an hour 10, an hour 20 or something like that, yeah. right? Well, hour 20, I don't think they've done that, but first and last episodes wouldn't surprise me if they were over the hour mark. But they wouldn't have been, like, I don't know that they would have hit 110 even. Like, that seems like a lot, but 
a minute three would have probably happened a number of times. Yeah. It felt like a reasonable place to end it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, just I have no issues with the pacing. I'm just saying, usually they go a little longer, so. Mm-hmm. It was it was just unusual to me. I was just all of a sudden like, wait, that's it? Yeah, <laughs> but it was, I, yeah I was I was absolutely satisfied with with what I got in the first episode. So um, one of the things as far that as I thought quality. was a lot of, <laughs> yeah one one of the things that I thought was a lot of fun was um, Theon and Sansa running through the, uh, the 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 ice river. First off, they're both dead. Like that's pneumonia. <laughs> like it's been a second, but but they're from the north. Not even True. pneumonia. They both would have just frozen to both. death. Like, Absolutely. That's, that's over the hypothermia. Like, when yeah. she was falling asleep, I was like, that happened an hour ago, and now she's dead. So. Yeah, the birds run through the woods. Yeah, I also don't think their clothes would have dried. Right? <laughs> no, they would have frozen, and then they would have died. <laughs> but, uh, though, I did enjoy the fact that, like, those guys, like, they, they didn't get very far, and then those guys surrounded them. And I was yeah, like, oh, what was the Christ. purpose of the river? They're like, we got to go through the water to take, you know, to break the, the tail. And then all of a sudden yeah. it's like, oh, they're just on the other side. Waiting <laughs> they, already. Yeah, they probably they're, looked they're to the right and saw a bridge and went over the bridge. <laughs> 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 it seemed like so that their horses like, were wet. Prints in the snow across the bank. And it's like, what, 15 feet across? It's like, oh, there they are. So we can see all these flash like, marks and footprints. <laughs> They're so close. They're like, we don't even need the hounds. We can see you. <laughs> no, you're 15 yeah. feet away. Come on. <laughs> but uh, then they get surrounded by these guys, and and for about a minute there, I was thinking, oh Christ, now we got to sit through an entire season of Ramsey torturing people again, and and I was like, this is going to be terrible. I felt the same I, way. I, I knew it was and then all of a sudden, by God. That's Brianna Toth's music. <laughs> yep. And she comes flying out to save the day dun, dun, in, in dun, one dun, of the rare Game of Thrones dun, 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 dun. <laughs> moments of, of just awesomeness and and, and hero, heroism and uh, which is not a word, but uh, I just made one. It's a good made up word. And uh, just I'm gonna give uh, like I would like to say, uh, ask Liz Leapock how she felt during the moment when you see Brianna Tarth riding in to save the day. I was let's, pumped. Let's if Ask Mike, I actually shouted out while we were watching, I was like, and Brienne finally gets to save Santa! Um, so I was really excited, but then my second question was, where was Brienne exactly last time we saw her, and how did she get here? Well, if I can take over, uh, Go ahead. because my reaction was just like, oh, cool, I saw this coming, and I'm happy it happened exactly the way I thought it would. Uh, because she was at the last time we saw her um, was at the battle where uh, Stannis was killed because she mm-hmm. still killed Stannis. So right. she's like at most like half a day's ride from Winterfell. And so you kind of imagine that, you know, if they're not meeting up with her this episode, it'll probably be soon. And uh, as soon as they were surrounded, I'm like, and, and then and there she came. <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was pumped. I was afraid that Podrick was going to eat it, though. Oh, God, <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, because I, I think that was one of my, like, predicted deaths of this season. I'm like, not now, not this soon. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember who. Not part. like this. Did anybody lose that, by the way? Had anybody, or not lost, uh, I, had anybody my, won already? Well, of, uh, not so far, I don't think. One of my predicted MVPs is already fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, we could, we can slide right into that if you want but um i i think it would have been super meta if we got a george rr R. martin reaction video to prince duran getting stabbed in the chest which i'll tell you i didn't see coming at all and uh, i didn't Michael see that coming Fox, this soon 
No, I, yeah, I didn't see it coming at all. I was like, that guy's just gonna stay there. We were talking I, about suspected MVPs on our hype video, on our hype uh, episode, yeah, yeah. and we were all talking about how awesome Ariel Hota is supposed to be, and he gets it immediately. I, <laughs> yeah, I by like an eight year old girl. He gets it yeah. like a bitch. He's like, "Hey, this murderous person. I'll just let her stand right behind me." Yeah, right. Yeah, I was shocked and disappointed about him dying so quickly, and then it was almost like a secondary feeling with Duran. Um, because well, I also Duran like, survive. They'll keep him alive, right? No, dead. <laughs> well, it's kind of nice though because they're just like, "Hey, you know what? Let's just take Dorn and just set it on fire with chaos." Like, let's just get rid of all the sensible people in the entire country, apparently, and see what happens. And yeah. maybe they did it because, like, the, the that, that storyline in the book seems to be moving uh, slowly and deliberately, whereas at the show, they're like, let's just hurry this along a little bit by making everyone, getting rid of anyone who actually has any sense. Yeah, And yeah. just seeing what's going to happen. So I thought yeah. so very much, like, man, he's one of my favorite characters, and he just got killed in, like, the first eight minutes of this episode. Uh, yeah. of this season. Uh, yeah, Miller, and, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna insist that you stop liking people. Yeah. Because, uh... <laughs> well, listen, and then my next thought was, you know what though? Like this is already a severe like everything that's happened in Dorne in this entire series has been a complete departure from what happened in the books. And so now I'm just like, you know what? They've gone off. They've gone too far now. And I'm like, dust off my hands. I'm out. This is fan fiction. I'm just gonna enjoy this now. <laughs> like I'm well, I'm, I'm, I'm past being invested. <laughs> They've well, they've gone so far with me with Dorn in that it's it's like I don't even care anymore. Exactly. Like, I'm just like you know what? Fuck kill him. Like I used to be invested in like what's going on with Dorn, but I was like whatever. I'm actively rooting for Team Lannister at this point. <laughs> well, and that's what I mean. Like now I'm just ready to watch the world burn. <laughs> Which, by the way, can we actually say House Lannister's new uh, sigil is uh, "fuck everyone except for us"? Yeah, <laughs> that's their new coat of arms. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I might have a controversial. This might be a controversial opinion alert, but I, I'm back in on Dorn after this episode. After like the five or six episodes it took to get the Sand Snakes introduced, now you're in with it. Uh, yeah, the Sand and, and they were the only people still alive in Dorn. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. and they were so terrible. Hey, hey, there's the also season, those eight but... guards uh, that, yeah, that yeah. didn't say or do anything. It's just like our goons. Okay, so Dorn <laughs> is good. just a garden, right? Yes, I guess it's, it's, it's that yeah. one garden with. Those it's a eight really eight big garden. You just have well, it's theoretically a desert, and we saw a little. I was just gonna say, Kevin, just like you you said, there's also a whole bunch of deserts. Uh, we just don't but... care about it. <laughs> But I, I am, I'm kind of interested to see what happens, too, because they are, you know, supposed to be some of the strongest female characters ever. So let's see what happens with that, then. Alaria of Dorne has definitely been doing some shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm down. Right, exactly. I'm and that's just I'm fine with it being a departure from the book, as long as the book remains separate and pure. <laughs> um, I'm ready to see in this now fanfiction universe that I've watched on television to see what happens next as far as the Sand Snakes when they are just being kind of snarky and killing off people that they're supposed to be protecting. And not in jail. Yeah, and not in jail. Is there going to be, as book readers, and and I'm going to direct this question right at Mike, um, is there going to be some fan backlash over Duran, amongst the book readers, over Duran just kind of Getting shivved. Oh, of course. And I mean, thrown away. He's he's 
I think he's, on, he's on a, a bit of a beloved character in the book, and uh, nerds will complain about literally anything. So <laughs> you're going to get some loud people who are like, ah, you can't do that. But guess what? It's their show. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> on, on a scale of 1 to 10, though, what do you think the backlash will on, on this one would be? Uh, they did it in such a comical way. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Because I think a lot of people will be in the same camp as Miller and I, where we're just like, yeah, all right, we're done with this. And uh, I don't know. I think we're pretty sure. reasonable people as far as fanboys go. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've, I hope that people can be reasonable, but that generally doesn't prove to be true. Yeah, so um, there are going to be a few. There will be backlash. I guarantee. That's going to be very, very loud and just be like, what the fuck? You can't kill him. But you know, whatever. Yeah, I'll give it between a four and an eight. It's on the higher side of average than the backlash because that's I imagine that birth they're giving it. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, I'm trying to account on a scale for a lot of nothing to burning David Benioff's house down. Well, I'm trying hard to account for large groups of like probably millions of people who watch the show, people who read the books and don't, and people who don't don't care about Duran because he's been in seven minutes of TV time, right? People yeah. who do read the books are probably going to care more, but even them might not, you know, he might not crack the top ten. He's honestly always also been a bit of a different character on the show. Like, um, I feel the inability to see inside Duran and only see, like, uh, an outside representation instead of seeing his own thoughts and feelings and sort of, like, suffering um, makes you a lot less close to him than you do in the books. That is a great point, actually. He would be a lot more captivating to read. Yeah. Yeah, because the way you book reader guys explained it to me was Duran is is more of a, a like a schemer, and he's he's kind of like um, Tywin was before Tywin went down. Totally. Where he's so powerful, but he's able to do yeah, it from but, just but like behind of, a desk. But for all of Tywin's scheming, he also mm-hmm. talked a lot of shit. Yes. Um, where Duran is very you know speak softly and carry a big stick, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be wielded at a much later time. <laughs> Like he's uh, he's in it for the long haul, and you know that is completely oppositional to the Sand Snakes sort of plans here because they want revenge, they want it now, and he wants revenge, but he's willing to pick his moment. I think that I'm less upset about Duran being killed and more upset about the fact that he didn't see it coming. You know, like because yeah. the thing is, he's such a subtle planner in the books. He's the person who has sent um, his older son to carry incredible you know, uh, quests out in the outside world. And, um, and in, in the, it, he, and he locks up, of course, the Sand Snakes and Ilaria, right? Like, right, right off the bat. Yeah, as soon as dies. <laughs> before anything really has happened, he's like, bam, you're in jail. You know? Um, he has so much foresight. Um, and in the, in the show, you don't see any of that. So I feel disappointed you know, if anything, more the way he's been represented in the show than that he was killed. Like, I mean, the character that was killed wasn't Duran. To me. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's why I'm kind of okay with quote here that, that I, I want to read. This is from the book. Oh, boy. And this is a, a quote that from uh, of, of Duran. And he says, uh, I'm not blind nor deaf. I know you all believe me weak, frightened, feeble. Your father knew me better. Oberon was ever the viper, deadly, dangerous, unpredictable. No man dared tread on him. I was the grass. Pleasant, complacent, sweet-smelling, swaying with every breeze. Who fears to walk upon the grass? But it is the grass that hides the viper from his enemies and shelters him until he strikes. And then the show, 
free like, on that. Oh, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and now I die. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really feel like the way you guys have, have set up uh, Duran to me seems like he's going to be a major player going forward in the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But unfortunately, this is not the books. Yeah. This is Game of Thrones. And... <laughs> That's not how that's that's not how we live in this world. Uh, Rob Callflash. Uh, do you think Lena Headley's happy? She doesn't have to wear that wig anymore. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> How'd you feel about what went on with the Lannisters this week? Uh, not much happened with them, other than just like what uh, Jamie and Cersei stared at each other from afar, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Lena Headley had, I, I'm telling you, they need to make a separate Emmy for, like, just... Subtle facial... Facial tics, yeah. Like, just best Emmy for acting from the neck up. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that revelation that... that you didn't need to talk that. for the first, like, three minutes of that scene. I mean, what was it? Like, it took a, probably a whole minute or so. It went from just a very slight smile to... I'm assuming like a slight frown. I can't remember. Which, well, which might be actually so subtle. We've seen her in the entire series. Probably. There's yeah. like Marcella, slight smile instead of like death scowl, which was. Yeah, remember those eight seconds when you were happy, Game of Thrones character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When she was going down to see the ship or like the boat come in, I was just like, "You're not gonna like this." But then I saw Zombie Mountain in the background. I'm like, "You need to do something. <laughs> you kill something." <laughs> Slice the boat in half. But of course, it's, it's not the only thing that happened that she saw Marcella's boat come in. Jamie also pledged that they are going to ruin everyone. That's right. That's right. That was a nice little scene between them. And uh, it actually harkens back to um, in season two, I think, right before the big uh, Battle on the Blackwater episode. Uh, she was having a conversation with Tyrion that was where she felt vulnerable and was actually talking pretty heartfelt rather than just scowling and making threats like she normally does. Um, and those are her best scenes, and those are the ones that make you realize that there's not much to like about Cersei, but she loves her family. There's that. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the most powerful line for me in that whole episode was when she was crying about Marcella and saying she was good. She wasn't like me. Yeah, well, and then that was She the, was pure. And that's yeah, kind of that. And then Jamie's like, I know. It's like, ooh, burn. <laughs> I thought that too. I was burn. like, is Cersei going to be pissed now because Jamie agreed that you this Cersei's not good? <laughs> but, but, no. but no, it was a very, very touching scene. Yeah. yeah. And it was nice to see actually uh, Jamie and Cersei on the same side again. They've been fighting a lot, you know? Yep. I finally, I finally figured out why I hate Jamie Lannister so much. Um, he so is. <laughs> no, which he is. I'm not going to do that. But he is the Kobe Bryant of Game of Thrones. <laughs> you have to qualify that for me. Meaning, and for me, he's incredibly talented, but everyone just ignores the things. <laughs> no, like you mean the, that rape scene in the last the things, <laughs> right? Like. like like the child crippling and the mm. uh, and, and and the other things, you know. <laughs> like, there's just so many things. But like, that little it, thing, yeah. And just people, for whatever reason, choose to ignore that. And I'm just like, but what about the things? And it's just, oh man. I um, think again, from a book reader's standpoint, um, 
you see into the depths of Jamie's soul to a much larger extent in the books. And so you learn to forgive him over a much longer period of time than you do when you're watching the show. <laughs> Although he still does push a child out a window. So, oh, yeah. totally. And and it's, it's still horrifying. I definitely hated him at the beginning. Yeah, a lot of the things happening on this show kind of suffer from the HBO thing, <laughs> where it's constantly like, we need to have something shocking happen in every episode, so let's have, you know... Instead of having, I don't know how to put this, instead of having someone die, let's show them get, like, gutted, you see all their blood pumping out slowly, instead of having someone, you know, like, let's have, instead of an applied rape, let's have a very obvious on-camera rape scene that just kind of turns everyone off. Like, that's, the show's kind of reprehensible. Well, a lot of the book um, dramatics can happen internally with yeah. uh, people's own revelations, kind of, uh, you know, with their yeah. own thoughts. And, and because it's all point character, of view. With just that, that, them just looking at a scene and seeing it from the inside, and then you're like, oh, wow, this is seeing it through this person's eyes is actually completely different, and it can be a massive revelation. We can't really do that with a show just because the medium doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And because it's all point of view, you don't necessarily see every atrocity that happens. Right. And because yeah, it's so much like, more psychological in the show it's both more disturbing at times and much much less at other times because they don't have to be as heavy-handed to sort of like make you aware of what happens yeah. which is not to say that i don't love the show i love the show we're all sitting there thinking about it nodding slowly <laughs> <laughs> you know what that's a good point point. and that's what the listeners can see <laughs> I I turned that off. With Rob's um, <laughs> to see that. So, at least I have pants on. Surprisingly, uh, yes. But apparently, my first uh, for this podcast, we will have video evidence that also a uh, female has been on, and we do know one. That's me. Uh, my wife. It's Pierce gone. <laughs> yeah, I thought Pierce was running this thing. All right, I, I think he's gone. Rob Coughlin. No, I'm just letting you guys know. I don't know. I think you muted yourself because I thought... Unbelievable. You monster. You guys. Rob Coughlin. Yes. (laughs) With the blast shield down, Arya can't even see. How is she supposed to fight? (laughs) She's going to have to learn the ways of the Force. (laughs) That or learn the ways of Daredevil. But not in a park. Oh, God. (laughs) She's going through her daredevil training right now, though, which is... I enjoyed that scene, particularly the part was like, see yes. you tomorrow. Yeah, Not short surprised in any way, shape, or form that that was said. Uh, if, if, if we get that much Arya in every episode, I will take it. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't even very much, but... No complaints, uh, though. It's exactly what I wanted. And her training and all that started out exactly as you would expect. It's like, here's a... Well, not that the stick was thrown at you, but like, here it is. Pick it up, and then just gets wailed on. Yeah, I love that she beat the shit out of her in public. That's hilarious. <laughs> and there were yeah, yeah, no, just like, yes, this is totally normal. There were clearly other people to see, and they did nothing. They didn't even look in that direction. I know. And, and oh. They had the reaction of like, oh, she's doing her blind girl training. We've seen this before. But, but, like, that's just it, actually. They probably have. Yeah. The girl's wearing the church with the black and white garb, right? They're probably like, oh, here we go again. Womp, yeah. Womp. Like, yeah, how long this one lasts? Were they in the church? I didn't actually know no, where. No, no, but the girl was they're wearing, wearing. They're wearing the clothes. Yeah, yeah, they were wearing the clothes. Yes. 
And you get the idea that Arya's kind of been on the street for at least a couple days already because she's looking pretty haggard. And well, that's she's, she's probably extra weak right now. A couple of, days? A, my, my feeling is it's been going on for a while. Like, it, it felt to me like this is not the second, third day of her training. That She knows the drill, and she's been getting beat the hell out of for a while already. She'll well, get I, it. I question, actually. She looks surprised by it. That I would say that was the first time... She, She's a nobody, right? The one, uh, yeah. the other person. Like the she wave? Doesn't... Sure. The wave. <laughs> that sounds like book knowledge. <laughs> yeah, well, that means nothing to me from the show, so sure. No, you've, yeah. you've seen her in the show before. She's the same yeah. girl that you keep seeing in the House of Black and White. Right. The line, but she yeah. has no name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't know if they've ever mentioned her by her so-called name. It's obviously not an actual name, but the waif. Yeah. Because the point is that they're nobody. They don't have names. Exactly. Because <laughs> so Arya refers to her internally as the wave. Oh, okay. So, so her backstory is that she was poisoned at some point in her life, and she's never grown larger than a child, but she's she's an adult. Okay. Yeah. yeah for me, it's just like no different than the show. She's a nobody, but I can visually identify who she is mm-hmm. because that's just, it's not, I don't read words. You don't have to describe. I can see. Yeah, so, so yeah, all the, so like, all the book came, readers are like, the waif. <laughs> yeah. So when she came in and wailed on Arya, uh, yeah, I definitely got the sense that that was the first time, but I completely agree that there's no concept at, in the show, it's in any of the plot lines, how much time has passed since the last season. Um, some timelines seem like it could have been somewhere no more than a week, but others like Arya's could potentially have been a month, maybe. Like, it, I have no idea. Yeah, well, my like, the Brianna, that. like the Sansa, Brianna Tarth one, that one's like, what, hours? Immediately. Immediately. That's pretty immediate, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the kind of the vibe I was thinking, too, because you're anywhere between immediate and a few days, because I imagine it would take a few days to get back from Dorne to... Well, uh, that's the other thing, yeah. Dorne's not like, oh, it's an hour away by boat. I'm sure it's like a couple days or something. And, and you could make the case that Daenerys and the Kalasar Cal- have walked for like weeks already, so who knows? Yeah, that could be anywhere from what? A day's walk, half a day's walk to a month even? Who knows? I guess my assumption is uh, as striking looking a person as Daenerys is, probably it will have taken less than a month for her to come to the uh, attention of the Cal. Yep. Yeah. It, what, what was with that, like, Dothraki, Abbott, and Costello routine they had going on in that episode? <laughs> that was fucking weird. Like, what was that? Yeah. Like, well, it was really like, like Abbott and was on curse. the barbarian. What is that yeah. life? This is what lesser calls are like. <laughs> yeah, they, they fear Drogo, and he's been dead for years, right? Yeah. This is yeah. really a call? Because I thought they were supposed to be, like, you know, reputable and whatnot. But yeah, if he's a lesser like, one... The lesser calls. It is oh, it is interesting though, like she clearly didn't want them to know that yeah. she was the widow of Caldrogo because she knew that they were gonna send her back to Vaes Dothrak. Until they're like, Hey, we're gonna rape you until you die. Uh I was a widow. Oh, well then never mind then. Well and it's interesting because we said in our hype episode, Matt, you asked us like why did she drop that ring? And the two answers that we came to was we didn't want them to know like she didn't want them to know that she'd previously been married. Um, and that she was leaving it so that, uh, you know, uh, Dora could do his uh, Strider thing. <laughs> but at least the Strider thing slightly made sense. He didn't, yeah, they made, I, I didn't even like, think about it. Like, oh, yeah, all those thousands of footprints. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but the answer it was both. Both of those reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just to me, I just it was funny to me when they were like, "Oh, you've got it," because like those other girls were looking at her. Clearly jealous, right? Oh, yeah, they were ready to just, they, like, killers. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, you've got to go back to this place. And she was just had this look on her face like, ah, oh, that fucking horse's hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. never should have eaten that thing. <laughs> it's just funny just to me. Again, and it's all, like, flashbacks for her, right? Because she has the two handmaids saying that it is known thing again. She has, like, you know, she's traveling the great, great grass sea. Blah, sorry. Uh, like, it's, it's, it's all places that she's been before. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so for her, who has this constant credo in the book, if I look back, I am lost. Like, this is going back all the way. <laughs> and I it's thought very it was, despairing to her. I thought it was pretty cool, though, like, you know, her getting to shock the hell out of them when she could speak Dothraki. Oh, yeah. You when know, they're all like, talking about her. Marks about her. Well, she and was then, clearly saving that up. Well, yeah. She rolled her eyes like really dramatic times, enough. <laughs> On the walk, she rolled her eyes a couple of times, I thought. <laughs> I know, I loved it. I loved all the Daenerys attitude that was going on there. So sassy. <laughs> Although, unfortunately, nothing will beat the reveal of ice speaker language with Daenerys when... Yeah. Oh, uh, God, she yes. She's done that a few times. <laughs> with the uh, the guy where she's like, yeah, um, by the way, I speak Valyrian, and I heard you call me a whore a thousand times, and now I'm going to burn your house down. P.S. for Karis. <laughs> By telling my dragon in Valyrian... To, to burn fire. your house down. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Was the <laughs> yes, Drug Harris. <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> yeah. Mike Leapock, what did you think of Melisandre's final form? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Not <laughs> since power level one have I lost a boner so quickly. <laughs> Not since when? Not since the movie Black Swan. Uh, I went. I oh, went to no. Shining. I went to that one scene in The Shining where uh, the bathtub. Jack Nicholson, yeah, the bathtub scene in uh, The Shining. I was like, ah, oh, that's what that reminds me of. It's kind of crazy, but it's not. I guess that necklace is what gives her her magic, not looking really old powers. Uh, some it it, it had that was an influence bad. on it. It's not yeah. the only thing, apparently. But is this a thing that actually happened in the books? Was her uh, kind of. It was uh, the necklace was used on someone else to make them look like someone else. Okay. I think we talked about this in our uh, season five wrap up. Actually, it was the oh, it was um, the king of the wildlings was made to look like the bone dude. Yeah, rattle shirt. They, so yeah. they executed rattle shirt, but Mance Raider was still alive. <laughs> oh, yeah, what? yeah. They execute. I don't yeah. remember that in our wrap. <laughs> Oh, well, it happened in the book, so... I have to say, as disappointing as it is to see Melisandre turn from, like, super, super haughty to, like, 120 years old, um, <laughs> like, it was a really cool magical moment. Like, I was like, wow, yeah. this this is intense. And I, just got real. and I feel like when I see something like that happen, then I still have some hope, some small amount of hope... <laughs> That Jon Snow might come back. <laughs> well, it's also really nice to show not only not, not only more uh, a proof of the mysticism of the Red Woman, but also showing her weakness. Because up to this point, like basically up until Stannis got crushed, she was almost infallible. Like she mm-hmm. really called the shots. She inscrutable most, if multiple you will. people. 
with her magic. Well, she had the utmost confidence confident. that what she was telling was the future and that he was the chosen one and et cetera, et cetera. And then he dies and then Jon Snow dies like as she's on her way back from the first death. Yeah. And then she's like, <laughs> she's like well, well now I was wrong. <laughs> um, the joke I was writing during that scene is, oh, it's not a season of premiere unless Melisandre gets naked. Uh, <laughs> because I think, much, yeah. I think it's been every single one since season two now. Uh, and and this one, she got way more naked. Yeah, in this one, <laughs> out of fours. In this one, I was like, well, that's new. <laughs> yeah, that's a don't remember seeing that before. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're cracking the boob cherry right off the bat. Oh, not like this. Not like not this. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel confident about two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, two of my midseason predictions, or my preseason predictions. I had Sir Davos as one of the MVPs. I'm feeling confident yeah. about that. And I also um, feel pretty confident that I predicted Shame Lady was going to be one of the ones to die. And they gave her a name this week. And I, and oh, and, she's and, totally done. Yeah, everything she's doing, I'm like, you're so toast. You have a name now. You can die. Yeah, exactly. It's so bad. And I, I probably won't remember that name before she's killed. Yeah, I don't remember it now right now. Ooh, See, now, no. now it's Pathos. She's dying, and you're like, no, no, don't leave me, Shame Lady. No. <laughs> Are we talking about the the Septa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Septa. I, I also, did, yeah. Sorry, did, Kevin. Do you know her name? Yeah, Septa Unella. Unella. Okay. Well, now we all know her name, <laughs> and she's gone. Don't you ever forget. <laughs> yeah, she'll die in ten um, minutes in the next episode. But the big thing will be is the last thing she sees is Cersei's face. Yep. Yeah, as she gets matter, as she gets stuck the mountain. Either that or zombie dude. Yeah. Zombie yeah. mountain will be crushing her head as she's facing Cersei. <laughs> Something like that. that that's I'd be probably pretty accurate, actually, Rob. Um, Rob, do you buy the explanation that they gave, or the, or at least them addressing why Ghost didn't come and help John while he was being stabbed to death? That he was locked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I, is that unreasonable? I, I guess it's not unreasonable. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy they addressed it. I'm yeah. just like, this is a magic wolf dog. He should be able to defeat a like lock, a but, door lock. Okay, but know. why wasn't he able to defeat a, a door lock? Uh, in Come the on, Pierce, not a raptor. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what season what it was, but uh, when Ghost was uh, up north in the uh, in the Wildlings, true, right, he was yeah. locked up. And someone That's true. There is precedent. So. Yeah, ghost, ghost, ghost been is locked up, locked and open doors. So, mm-hmm. fair enough. I, 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 I'd buy it. I'm glad they at least addressed it. That's no, I'm sure they literally locked them up right before the stab scene. <laughs> Those were also cages. That was like a rickety door that I felt like the giant dog could have just been like, "Well, this is happening," and <laughs> just busted through. <laughs> Not just that. I think John actually locked up Ghost sometimes because he yep. just was like, "Dude, otherwise he's just going to go wreak havoc on everyone." Well, because there was one John of those knows where. John knows he's got enemies, right? And Ghost is well aware of that. And Ghost has got far fewer qualms than John does about yeah, messing shit up. It's one of those things where, like, as soon as something bad is about to happen, it's like one of these prophetic animal-type things where the dog will be kind of pacing and snarling and, what's wrong, what's wrong, nothing's wrong, and then I'm just going to lock you up because you're being crazy, and then, you know, the bad stuff happens. <laughs> I do feel like it could have come up where even though Ghost was locked up, um, knowing that John was actually in serious danger, and even after the first stab, that ghost just shatters through that door somehow, and then starts ripping people apart. 
That would have been cool. Yeah, where they where they kill John, but then they also but Ghost takes down like Ollie or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just swallows them all. Just yeah. eats them. Run, 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 run. eats his face and then cr- and just runs off with it. That'd be great. Oh, Ollie. <laughs> Fuck Ollie. I love yeah. the fact that Ollie was during that scene where all the night, like, uh, Buddy was telling him that he killed him, and then Ollie went from always having that sweet face to now all of a sudden he's got to put angry face on all the time because I'm a Game of Thrones bad guy now, which means I have to be angry looking all the time. He's got that so. uh, smug look of superiority constantly. <laughs> yeah. I'm a exactly. kid and I killed a guy. I did like uh, Alistair Thorne's speech, though, in that scene. Yeah, that he was just completely it, owned it. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, they didn't take down the traitor sign, which I was just like, wait, they didn't take down the traitor sign, so they're not even going like, to... Like, like this was accurate. Yeah, I figured they would have taken down the sign, and then when someone discovered Jon Snow, Alistair Thorne would have been the first guy to be like, what? Who <laughs> did know? this like, to our grandmaster? Yeah. No, no, he's, he's like, like yeah, <laughs> I killed him. What do you want yeah. to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, want to fight about it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good. Uh, it was a good speech. It really shows that he is like a a decent opponent. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, if anybody questioned his uh, his actions, it's just like, yeah, buckle up. You're you're not going to win that. Rather, he is a complete asshole, but at least he has a code. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mike Leapock, what plot are you looking forward to, or, or what which plot? do you think established themselves in this first episode as your favorite going forward? Yeah. Arya's again. Oh, just that simple. Eh? Uh, yeah. You know what? Because like the whole Dorn thing is just going to like hell in a handbasket. I'm kind I of love it. Hashtag team Dorn. going on with that, but I think it's kind of predictable. The, uh, I figured the, um, Oh, uh, I can't remember the name of the guy, but the one watch guy I ran off, he's going to go get some wildling help. So, you know, that's pretty sweet yeah. too. Uh, yeah, you know, mostly I just want to see what they do with Arya because I think she's a really interesting character, and seeing her grow and learn how to fight with the blast shield down is is fun. Uh, Rob, what do you rate the first episode right out of the gate on a scale of ten? A scale of ten, um, I think I'd give it a an eight or nine. Yeah, I it, think it, I would too. It, I think, it sets I think things I, up very nicely fun. for the for the season. <clears throat> but one thing it didn't do, because we saw something from, like, all the plot lines, except Bran. We right? still don't know what's going on with yeah. him. We've now got I, season in an episode, or possibly two. I can't remember if he was in the finale of season I, four. I actually have a guess about how they're going to reintroduce him. Well, with, I'm going like, to make a, a guarantee. dedicated episode soon? <laughs> I, I'm going to make a guarantee that we'll see Bran in episode two. Well, like, I, I bet, like, that is a... You can, you can, and we're going to get more than like seven yeah. minutes. He's probably going to have half the episode at least. Well, yes. my, you're, you're, my guess is that we're going to make that And because Bran is the sorry. Bran is the one person where we're not actually going into completely uncharted territory with him, right? Like mm-hmm. there was a bunch of stuff that happened with him in the books yeah. that we have not seen. So, and so I, that's kind of where I'm going. Uh, what we're I'm get. very interested to see what they end up doing with that in the show. Yeah. I think what we're going to get for our first brand scene back is we're going to get kind of in medias res one of his flashbacks that he can do now. Uh, so we'll see, like, Ned Stark or Jon Snow or someone alive, and we're like, what the hell's happening here? Why is no one commenting on the fact that he's alive? And then it will turn out to just be him, you know, practicing his thing. Hmm. Like, we'll be like, oh, Jon Snow's alive. It's like the first scene in this new episode. What? <laughs> like, what happened? And then suddenly it's like, oh, no, wait, that was just a... Uh, you know, 
That'll be really true. cool to fuck with the the viewers. Yes, absolutely. Particularly the ones that haven't read the book. And like <laughs> me, I'd be going like, what the shit? And then when you see Bran, it's like, ah. I'm telling you right now, Rob, <laughs> expect it. <laughs> <laughs> the big one would be like, okay, Jon Snow, he just died. The jury's still out whether he's dead, dead, or come. Well, okay, he's dead, dead right now. But whether he comes back as zombie snow <laughs> or whatever, um, but to see Ned uh, going around and alive, it's just like, whoa, what's going on here? I would, the first thing I would think of is a flashback. I almost guarantee we'll get a Ned flashback this season. Yeah. 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 But that's something they haven't done. Well, no, they did do a flashback. One, one lonely flashback so far. Something that actually really weirded me out in this episode was that nobody, not a single person, said we should burn John's body. That's true. <laughs> like, it was like they're setting him up to come back as a zombie. Everyone's oh, yeah. like, oh, my God, John is dead. That's so sad. We have to have a wake. Yeah, the that's, whole not, thing, that's not what we do. Dude. The whole thing about, like, White Walkers, like, oh, we come back from the dead. It's like, oh, we died. Like, no, no, no. He's, he's fine. Just leave him alone. We'll just watch him. If he gets you up, saw, stab him. <laughs> you saw how hard he fought against the White Walkers in life. You think he's going to become one in death? That would go <laughs> against his principles. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing we learned for certain about Jon Snow in this episode is that he was, in fact, dead. He wasn't just bleeding out in the snow. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's all dead. He's not just mostly he's dead. all the way dead. <laughs> You've yeah. been mostly dead all day. <laughs> just taking one year of your life. <laughs> Because he's been in that state for, I think, that storyline went for a 24-hour time period. With Melisandre going back to, to sleep at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, so. I think so. It's like, okay, so we got 24 hours. Although, if that was the case, we never got to see the answer of, uh, you know, come out and we'll send you on your way uh, south with food. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's there, true. There was no resolution on that one yet. So. I just imagine oh, I was the, loving uh, that. Uh, when Melisandre shows up, she sees Jon Snow's body, and she's like, have you tried shaking him real hard? Wake <laughs> <laughs> up, damn, you throw some water on him. Let me try my poking stick. Hey, you in there! <laughs> what if I tickle him really hard? You know what? I was half expecting her to, like, take the body back to her room and have her way with it or something, and that would be what woke him up. Like that's that's the one move they haven't made in Game of Thrones yet is the necrophilia plot line. That is the one bridge they are yet to cross. Well, if anyone's going to do it, opportunity. If anyone's yeah. going to do it, I feel it's going to be Melisandre. So oh, and I Absolutely. bet you would take her. Davos just rolls his eyes. Here we go again. <laughs> I bet she that's crazy. Take that, uh, that necklace off when she did it too. <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, ugh, ugh, get off me. <laughs> Kill me. Like, Aren't you grateful? Come on. Kill, Kill me. me again. <laughs> uh, Kevin Miller, I want you to make a prediction who dies next episode. Next episode? Oh, man, all my predictions are at the damn window. Off the top of your dome piece. Just throw a name out there. God, I got nothing. I really don't. At least one of the dudes in the room with Davos. All right. Yeah, that's probably most likely. I, I think one of those guys is going to crack, and then Davos is going to have to take him out. Yep. Ooh, that'd be interesting. And there's stuff in the there's stuff in the trailer to give precedent for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Liz, uh-huh. how was how would you rate your experience on the crossover podcast for the first time? Ooh. Um. Well, I was a little bit nervous. I've never actually been on a podcast before. Um. But I would say. Like a nine or ten out of ten, it's been really fun. 
Good. Glad you had a lot of fun. Uh, I think that'll do it for our first episode. What was the title of the first episode? I think it was called The Red Woman. So that'll do it for our The Red Woman recap of episode one of Game of Thrones. A nice tight 45 minutes, so that's pretty good. Um, we'll be back next week. Well, some of us will. I don't know if we'll all necessarily be back, but we'll definitely be back open next house. week. Yeah, open house every week. O- open invitation on this, and I'll extend it to other members of the Potter and family if they ever want to come on and talk Game of Thrones with us. Right. Um, yeah, so that'll be it for our first episode recap. We'll be back next week, and I don't want to guarantee that we'll be back later this week, but uh, we're going to try to do sports stuff because the NFL draft is on Thursday. It's just the we're, we're going to see. It's tough. The the schedules aren't lining up with the guys who do the sports stuff with me. So, but we'll try to figure it out. Um, thank you very much for listening, and thank you guys for appearing on the Game of Thrones episode one recap. Thank you. Take care, everybody. Bye. Cheers. Yeah. See you later.